Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of Backstage Pass with Tony and Jason. This week, we ask a question of you. Are you ready? So, sit back, relax, and enjoy, and get ready to answer the question, are you ready? As we go backstage with Tony and Jason. and welcome to another episode of Backstage Pass with Tony and Jason. We are excited to have you here this week, and we have a question for you. The yes. question is, are you ready? Yep. Are you ready? Jason, I, I, I want to start out by saying in, in a concert setting, now I'm not talking about a worship service, I'm talking about a concert, like when Blackwoods do Elvis yes. shows. What's it take to be ready for something like that? Well, like us, what does it take us to be ready? Uh, it takes a lot. I mean, you know, I mean, if you think about it, because I remember when I first started with the Blackwoods, I, I I knew of Elvis, but I didn't really know Elvis. And 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 you have to learn all the songs. You have oh, to. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's one thing, you know. And it's not just learning the songs, because when you when you grow up and you're listening to Elvis. You're singing along with Elvis, but that's not what we mm -hmm. sing. <laughs> so no. We always sung, um, you know, the backup. So you have to know what the backup singers are doing. And that's that's a whole different thing. So, yeah, that's one okay. thing you have to get ready for, you know. Is it um, Bob Shawana Wana or is it uh, <laughs> Bob Badada Dada or? <laughs> well, it depends on who you talk to and what year, apparently. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So I always we, thought it was Ship Shawana. It, well, that, that's only if you're in Indiana. <laughs> it's always fun. But yes. the, 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 the time and effort and everything that it takes just to understand not only what songs you're doing, but how you're doing them and when you come in, yeah. when you when your entrances and all that stuff. I tell right. you, you got to get prepared for that stuff. You got to know it is not an easy task. No. And it, as as far as a uh, member of the audience, the getting are they ready? Are they ready yeah. for what they're going to see? The, right. We've got we've got all kinds of different things that are going on. You've got all kinds of instruments. You've got um, in some cases many different Elvis tribute artists. And I'm just yes. using them as an example, you know, for for a concert. If you right. go and see Billy Joel or Taylor Swift or or, you know, whoever in, in right. a big concert setting, mm -hmm. it's gotta, you know, you got to be ready for what you're going to see because it's it can be sensory overload sometimes. It very well can be. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. A lot of flashing lights. and Yeah, well, and honestly, for us, some of these Elvis shows, I, I've been in Las Vegas, and I've done gospel Elvis shows. To yeah. people that are sitting in on the front row near there with an adult beverage in their hand, yeah. So yeah. I have to I have to understand that I got to be ready for that too. <laughs> you got to be prepared. You got to be prepared. I'm fixing to sing "Amazing Grace" to somebody that's drunk. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. And what an op opportunity! It's a it's a wonderful opportunity that a lot of groups do not get. Yeah. 
I I tell you, as a stamp, I, I Ed always said God's word will not return void. We're going to stand there. We're going to do our job. We're going to do what God has called us to do. Right. And if if they're drinking, then okay. Right. Um, God's word's not going to return void. So right. I I can tell you with a fair amount of certainty. There are many, many, many singers, gospel music singers out there in this world that have never knowingly sang <laughs> to right. people that have been drinking or, or even or could possibly be intoxicated. Absolutely. So. And, you know, and then sometimes they do. Um, you go to sing at these fairs and stuff like that, and there's there's intoxicated people there, too. But not only that, but I have been to churches that I'm not necessarily a hundred percent agree with the doctrine that they teach. Right. And I, I used to have a really big problem of going to those churches and singing because, you know, that's the way I was brought up. I didn't go to those. Right. I didn't, you know, do that sort of thing. But then it's, it, God spoke to me one time and told me, he said, you know, I've got you out here to do a job. Yeah. I need you to tell them the truth. And so it doesn't matter where you go and who's out in that audience. It doesn't affect what we do. Right. What we do is to go and spread that word and, and to, and to give it to those folks, whoever they may be in the audience. So, so yeah, I I don't see a problem with uh, doing that. It's so important. And like you said, we may not agree with their doctrine. We may not agree with uh, some of the things that are going on in this world in, in, in churches. Right. That means we don't have to be members there. Right. We, we are going to share truth through the gospel, and it's not our job to save anybody. Right. It is our, it is our job to deliver the message. <laughs> exactly. And like uh, Rick that I used to sing with, he used to say, he said, well, they might not like what I got to say, but I got one shot at it. So let's get right. this done. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's that's a great way of saying it, because you, you, they may not. They may reject it completely. And that's not up to us. That's up to them. Exactly. And it may not be immediate as well. It may be. Right. something. You know what? I saw this concert 10 years ago and, and it really right. spoke to me. At the, but the time I was hard hearted or something. Right. You just, you just you- never know. But, you know, talking about being ready, we have to be ready for our for ourselves because it's so easy if we're not if we're not if we're not as close to God as we should be, we very well could fall into those temptations as well. You know, you might see somebody drinking out there and, well, you know, if you're not really if you're not really living what you're what you're singing about, you might fall into that temptation of, hey, you know, nobody's going to see me if I get a drink. So you have to be you have to prepare yourself for that as well so that you don't. It's it's not just drinking. It's uh, it's yeah, it's behaving in a way that is that is not God honoring. Exactly. So it's we've we've just got to be on guard. We have to put on the full armor. You do, and, and be ready. So that's that's a beautiful thing. Now, in those are in concerts when we see things like that. You know, fairs, absolutely, right. Um, the casino stuff that we do. You know, what one of the things that I'm grateful that Mark does when um, in these Elvis shows, we do our portion. We do a song, either a song or a medley of songs, or even. Half the show is the Blackwood Quartet. Yes, right. He will say things like, it's all about Jesus. Yes. As we're leaving, 
please understand this isn't about putting on a pretty show. This is about right. Exactly. Uh, and uh, I, I've been blessed to be part of groups that say and feel those things. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a wonderful thing. But in Absolutely. a worship service, it's a little different. In a worship service um, that is solely dedicated uh, in a church, it's a different feel. Yeah. Uh, I think, um, you know, you've got Sunday mornings, you've got Friday nights, you've got, you know, it could be Tuesday morning. It doesn't have to be <laughs> specific time. But if you're going to a church, it's a different feel than if you're going to uh, oh, Ar- Ar- Arnoff uh, Auditorium in Cincinnati or you know, <laughs> yes. in, in New York City like we've had before. <clears throat> you know, those different different opportunities that we've had. Sure. Or, or, you know, or casinos in Vegas, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. It's a little different when you're in, when you have an opportunity like that in a church. Yeah. So um, there are usually people there that are there for the right reason. Absolutely. And that's a beautiful thing. But um, for us to be prepared, what what does it take for us to be prepared in those kind of situations? Well, you just never know who, like, well, the same situation, but you you never know who's going to be in the audience. There might be someone there that has been invited that don't know Christ. And, um, and so you have to be prepared that, you know, you're not just singing just because a lot of times when you go to a church service, you're, you get in the mindset, well, we're singing to Christians, so they're going to be receptive. Um, but not always, you know, there's people there that, that mm-hmm. might not know Christ. And so you have to be able to, you have to be able to portray Jesus once again so that they can, well, just like this past Sunday night, there was a whole group of ladies took up the whole row from mm-hmm. a battered battered women's shelter. Wow. And um they they wouldn't used to go into church, you know. And uh but the person that was over the battered women's shelter said, you know, invited them all and they said, "Yeah, I guess we'll go." And well, one of them came forward and got saved Sunday night. Yeah. So so that's, you know, it's something you have to prepare for, you know, you you've yeah. that your walk with God, you have to if you're not walking close with God, it will show and you know, somebody might miss heaven because of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. Very, very, very well said. It's uh, for us to be, to be ready for that kind of thing is such an important part. Right. Our our minds have to be 100% ready to go. Or, you know, you quench the spirit in a, in a heartbeat. Yeah. Very quickly. (laughs) It is not, you know, if, if somebody sees a sour look on your face, then. Right. And and that's, and that's the sad thing about the church services as well is that they're also, they're also judging you. A lot of times you go to a church service that they don't know you, especially when I was with the group that wasn't as well known, they don't know who you are. They don't know your lifestyle. They don't, they don't know the songs you sing. And so they're a little skeptical at first of who you are and what you're doing in their church. Cause I mean, for these pastors to put somebody behind on, on their platform behind their podium that they don't know, you know, that's, that's, that's a risky thing. So, so a lot of times, you know, you have to prepare yourself to, to face pastors or other church members that are a little skeptical and, and uh, you know, you got to show them that, that they can trust you and love you. So most definitely. And so. and we have to remember that we are sharing that pulpit. Yes. 
with Absolutely. a pastor that that is the shepherd for that flock. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, that's a big deal. You have yeah. to understand that. You have to get that. Absolutely. But it's um, so for an audience member, what do you think it, it, it is for a worship service? For me, what they should do be doing is is I've always said whenever I'm advertising a, con- a concert or anything, I'm like, come prepared yeah. to receive a blessing. Because yeah. if you're not prepared to receive a blessing, if you're if you haven't prayed up about that service, you might not get anything out of it. Correct. So, you know, so I do believe you need to prepare yourself to go to one of these um, events. Because Absolutely. You know, you need to, re- you want to, re- you want to, you want to get everything out of it that you possibly can. And if you, if you don't, if you're not prepared, you, you're not going to miss out. Yeah. I, I think, and this is not a, a negative thing to anybody that might be listening right now. I think one of the most important things for a singer is to have some kind of response. We, we, in the industry, we've, we've been using phrases like the frozen chosen. Yes. For many, many years. And when you look out and you see everybody just is frozen, they're sitting on their hands, they're not want to be <laughs> participatory. There right. I feel like there's something wrong with me. What have I done? Right. To um to make you sit on your hands. Well, maybe it's just the way that your church does things. Right, exactly. Perhaps. I found I used to get I used to get upset almost. <laughs> you go to a church yeah. and they're like these people don't care if we're here or not, but it's not really that because then mm-hmm. after afterwards you go to the product table and people come up to you and they're like, man, that was, that was, I, that was the greatest blessing I've ever received. Yep. We just love y'all so much. And we're like, God, show your face, yeah. <laughs> you know, tell your face about it. But, but that's just how they, that's just how they worship. People worship different ways. Yeah. And it, it, it can be generational. Yeah. Grandma never did it that way, so we're not going to do it that way. Exactly. It's uh, it's it's. Oh man, I don't know that I want to use the word unfortunate, but I'm going to. It's unfortunate that some people can't express themselves perhaps the way they want to, right? Because of either someone in the room, or this is the way it's always been done, or you know those those sorts of things. So, I think to be ready for uh, a worship service is man it's got to be two ways it's got to yeah. be two ways because absolutely i just had a conversation with another worship leader that i'm coaching um two weeks ago yeah. and i told this this young young man it is so important to engage to have songs that engage and that are participatory yes so people can feel like they are worshiping you never want to do it for them you want to do it with them yes so that's the most important thing and and there were some songs that are chosen that perhaps are more um what's the term i want to use (laughs) i'm trying to be nice here (laughs) that that are um that that may be considered like solos yeah so in a in a worship service where you're trying to engage the crowd singing a song that is just um, like a solo. Right. It doesn't encourage participation. That's why I like songs that people know and that perhaps they're familiar with because they can feel like they're a part of the service. 
Absolutely. So I, I like singing some of the old hymns during a show or, or songs that are popular that people will know because it makes them feel like they're part of the deal here. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. That's they can me. relate. Yeah. So even if that's, you know, Bill Gaither doing his, his thing up there with, uh, you know, because he lives or, or one of the songs that he's written that people know that and they want to sing along with that. And that's, Absolutely. That, that's yes. what it's all about. So hopefully Absolutely. people are prepared for that and they want to be a part of that. So, yeah, that's what I like about it. But, uh, being prepared for a worship service has something else than that's involved in it. And you said you hit the nail on the head just a moment ago. We are in the business of of uh, sharing the gospel, Absolutely. sharing sharing what it means to be a follower of Christ, and it's right. so important for us to get a message out. And that message is of Jesus and of His healing power, His yes. His love, and most importantly salvation um and in whatever way that your denomination sees that um is what it's going to boil down to is do you have a right relationship with christ absolutely so at the end of the day the real question is are you ready for jesus yeah and because it if you're not, you're going to not just miss out on a blessing. You're going to miss out on eternity, in heaven. Eternal life. And it is, it is not about a fancy prayer. Right. It is not about how eloquent a singer can put across a, a, a beautiful song. I can sing Let's Go to Jesus with every ounce of energy that I have. But... It can no more hit the ceiling in that back wall if it is not done in in a proper way that helps people understand who Jesus is. Right. And, and hopefully get them to accept what he offers through his gift of salvation. So yes. it is the biggest question that we can ask here on this podcast today is, folks, are you ready? I, I, I have one of... I don't know if it's encouraging, but it might be discouraging to some. And that's okay, because the gospel can be offensive to people. When you read through the Bible and how Jesus was treated and right. how he was murdered. Yes. And put on a cross and, and all the things that just, just how horrible it is. Matthew 7, 21 and 20, through 23 says... Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Right. But only the ones who do the Father's will in heaven. Yeah. But, you know, you and you, you, say, you say murdered, and I do have a problem with that. Um, yes, in, in the world's eyes, he, that's exactly what happened. However, in, in his eyes, he could have stopped it. Absolutely. He could have called 10,000 angels to come and fight for him. Absolutely. But he... But he chose to give his life absolutely for us, and had he not, we would we wouldn't be able to live. We would not have this gift that he, the free gift that he gives. Absolutely. So it's it's an absolute blessing to be able to uh, be one of his children. Uh, but are you ready? 
is everybody are you in a right relationship with Christ so that's our biggest question here today folks is are you ready for Jesus and if you have a problem with that question and you don't know the answer to that let us know yeah. talk to us we'll be happy me and Tony both will be happy to talk to you about it yeah, absolutely I, I have no problem with calling someone and chatting with them on the phone if it takes an hour if it takes 10 hours if it takes five minutes right I, I want to we're in the business and I hate to use that term we're right. in we are in ministry to help people come to understanding who Jesus is and having a right relationship with him absolutely so the reason that we have this podcast is to share about things that are backstage of course to share the fun stories absolutely but at the end of the day the main goal is to show you who Jesus is yes it is and so we want to be there for you so if you have questions if you want to get a hold of us then you can find us on Facebook you can send us a message that way you can you, some of you may even have our phone numbers you just whatever means smoke signal carrier pigeon however <laughs> you want to get a hold of us that's right we'll be here for you and we want to help you understand and nurture that relationship that you have with Jesus. Yes. So uh, we love you. And if, like I said, if you got questions, you can send us an email if you want to. Let's go backstage at, at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can, whatever you need to do. We want to hear from you if, if you've got questions. If you need answers, we want to help you. And yes. uh, if you don't have a local church, find one. Get plugged in. Yes, um, it's the best. We we best we, we encourage that. We encourage that you find a good Bible believing church that you can be a part of, that uh, will will help you along in your journey. So, Jason, yeah, I miss you. Yeah, I miss you too, buddy. And uh, we we're going to be in Griffin, Indiana, doing the Rock and Rail Festival again this uh, coming weekend. Fun that we remember that was really fun last year. It was a little rainy last year. It's supposed to it be was. Like, it's supposed to be fall like. Nice uh, this weekend, which will be a little bit of sun, but a little bit of cooler air, which will be a blessing. So oh, that'll be great. Yeah. So where are the Perrys this weekend? The Perrys are at Dominion Park in Stewart, Virginia, and I believe Linda Randall's going to be there as well nice. as a few other groups. Yeah. So. Um, and then that'll be Friday, Saturday, we're going to be at the American music theater in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And I believe there's a bunch of other groups with us there. Um, and then Sunday we're at the young amphitheater stage in Plymouth, Indiana. Plymouth. So, yes. In the Hoosier state. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. I'm excited about that. And please. Linda Randall is, pr I'm probably a, one of the biggest Linda Randall fans. Yes, Linda Randall's pretty amazing. I was telling mom just yesterday, I said, you know, I have only seen Linda Randall on Gaither videos. I have never right. seen her in person. And I'm so excited to get to meet she's, her. <laughs> she's a great, great singer and probably sings lower than I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, yeah. It's amazing, nuts. amazing voice. So, uh, I'm going to need autographs and like. <laughs> Snapchat videos of her saying that Tony Goforth is her favorite tenor. Of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's obvious. Everybody, oh. uh, you know, everybody's favorite tenor is Tony Goforth. Duh. So. 
So <laughs> you'll need to get that for me. This is this that's is right. So and I'm and I'm so sorry. That's not Linda's not going to be with us in Virginia. She's going to be with us in Pennsylvania at the American Music Theater. Um, I've been there. Uh, have you? Yes. Well, there you go. Then there's a stamp. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. That is amazing. So, yeah. Yeah. But I've been, I've been um, there about four times. That's awesome. Uh, that's pretty cool. No, in Virginia, we'll be with the Churchman and Kelly Ratcliffe. So that'll be cool. Awesome. Um, but yeah, we're excited. That's cool. That's cool. Well, um, again, if you want to get a hold of us, folks, let's go backstage at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook individually if you've got a question. Um, we yes. have, and uh, we just want you to know about Jesus. Absolutely. And we want you to have a right relationship and, and a and uh, eternity with him forever. So Yes, absolutely. Um, until next time, as you join us backstage with Tony and Jason, we love you, and we hope to see you all soon.